All right, everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney. What's up? We are here live recording from the podcast station in Silver Lake, California. And am I sounding too hot? How do I sound? Um, I'm not exactly sure what hot means. Warm? War- hot means like, <laughs> hey! Like that, like... How's everything? Like, that's too yeah, hot. That's yeah, way, that's way, that's okay. definitely. That's too, it's early in the morning. It's yeah. early in the morning on, oh boy, <clears throat> I haven't cleared my throat out yet. I still have, uh, I still have morning B.O. Last night's phlegm. I haven't put deodorant on. Gross. This, um, I've got that like film of oil on my body and face. Yep. And I got to say this, you just, you do, you do shit. By the way, for everyone listening, if you're new to this podcast, uh, Tasha hasn't been on it in a while, actually. You've been out jet-setting across the world, so you want to update us on life? Um, I feel like I was just on it, but if you insist that I haven't been... It's been at least two to three weeks. Wow, that is a You haven't time. been on it since we had um, uh, Courtney uh, Sherman on the podcast. Really? Which was a fun time, right? Wasn't that a good yeah, one? Yeah, that was a good one. Have you guys listened to that one yet? No one wrote in about that one. What the fuck, people? You know what? You know what? People only write in when I do solo episodes because I think it really makes me have to talk to people. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you're more open and honest on the solo episodes. Maybe you're more vulnerable so people feel like they should reach out. I think in the solo episodes, I I always have this moment where I break down and I go, is anyone even listening? And then somebody always writes in and she's like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm in Virginia. It's fine. We like you. You're okay. Don't kill yourself. I'm not going to kill myself. I just wonder sometimes who I'm talking to. And then somebody always comes through and they go, ah, I just got fucking engaged and I love you and blah, blah, blah. And look, it's not necessarily about love, but it's about connecting. And those two are interrelated. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Good. Let's elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) You make me carry it because you sit there. So Tasha's, she decided we have a little round table that we podcast at. Uh, you look across from each other. It's not meant to be comfortable. It's meant to engage the voices and the thought. And then you just immediately decide to sit on the bench like therapy session. But now your back's to me. No, I can't. I'm looking right in your eyeballs nope. right now. If I, if oh, so you're going to choose perfectly not to look at me. If I looked at you, my neck would fucking clamp up in two minutes. Why don't you turn your chair? Because this so is where I set up. My legs are crossed, and this is the way I'm going. So you can I look at my back. I think you might be just being a little bit stubborn. A little bit. So anyway, um, what's up? What's up? T- t- tell us about your uh, your newfound uh, girl gang that you have. You're, uh, you've got... Um, you've well, got I've got some new gym buddies, and that is super exciting. Because I I don't do well solo at the gym. I just don't. I don't have the motivation. One, I... I I don't like just going and working out on machines. I'm not driven enough to like push myself when I'm by myself. It's a drive? You don't have the drive? Yeah, I just don't care. You don't I have just, that one, voice in you that going says, you're a piece of shit. Like, Lift this one more time. No. See, guys I don't have talk that. to myself like that. Guys have that piece of shit voice. You, s- you, you put yourself down in order to motivate yourself? Yeah, I, I can hear my football coach going, it's not how hard you work when people are watching. It's how hard you work when you they're not, you know, whatever stupid motivational quote. And then you go in there, and I'm working out, and we go to this gay gym, and every gay dude's ripped. And I'm going, one more push-up, you fag. And I'm just talking to myself like I'm, you know, in a BDSM dungeon. I got wow. nipple clamps on. <laughs> I like to do bench press with nipple clamps on you know the little clamps that hold the weights on i put them on my nipples and my ball sack 
and I do curls. <laughs> <laughs> That's um. People are gonna be checking you at the gym next time. <laughs> I have no need. I have my our buddy Josh Nassar goes to the gym now, and he and it's hilarious. So I know I told you this story, but for the sake of the podcast, I'm gonna tell it again. Right. He, I'm, 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 I'm at one side of the mat. I'm at the gym. It's in West Hollywood. There's celebrities that go there. There, there's, there's a, a lot of models, a lot of gay guys. It's a swanky place. It's a swanky place. And um, I'm working out. I'm doing planks. So I'm, so I'm looking at my toes. My, my elbows are on. My elbows and my toes are on the mat. I'm doing a plank. If you don't know what that is, get your core together, folks. You need your core. And I'm looking behind me, and I see Josh stretching. But to my eyes, I see a chick next to him. And as a guy, guys like to let other guys know. It's almost like if there's a lot, if you're if you're a, a gazelle and a lion enters the Serengeti, you tell the other gazelles, "Hey, there's a lion. Careful." But it's like the opposite no, because we're the yeah, hunters. Yeah, you you would be two lions, not two gazelles. <laughs> she would be the gazelle. Okay, she's the gazelle. I think I've done a gazelle lion comparison before. Maybe we need to write a book about the gazelles and the lions. <laughs> but the lions want to fuck and and. In lions, even if even if I'm already with my lioness, I want the other lion to know that gazelle wants to be um, finger banged or whatever the story is. So <sighs> I so I text him and I go and he's just stretching. He's he he spends hours. What do you want? The mic stand? No, I want coffee. You want your coffee? What the fuck? I'm not a barista. I'm a podcast host. <laughs> Ruining my nice gazelle lion Babe, story. Just finish the story. So she's so she's stretching next to him. Tits are hanging out. You know, girls are barely wearing sports bras to the gym. Why do sports bras? Why are sports bras now push-up bras? They all have it. They all have that cup built in. You don't need that shit. Not complaining. Do you think that that there's a lot of that at our gym? I haven't noticed. Yes, absolutely. Mm. There's the, you have one of them. Most of yours aren't that way. Yeah, but I haven't worn that bra in ages. It's just it's actually it's sort of uncomfortable. As I'm a okay bra. with it. It's just insane that at the gym girls are wearing less than. And look, hey, I'm not shaming. I'm okay with it. Fucking, you know, do whatever you want. But it's just insane because I'm texting my buddy Josh. I Facebook messaged him. I'm like, yo, this, you got this chick next to you. And he goes, I know. I've been stretching the same body part for like an hour. <laughs> so he's like stretching the one hamstring that looks at the girl. And I was like, you know, I was like, why don't I come up next to you and um, congratulate you on that new uh, film you got or whatever. <laughs> so we made up a whole story and I go up next to him and I'm like, Dude. Wait, you made up the story ahead of time or uh, you just walked up? And I said, I'm going to come up to you and um, fluff your ego and I'm going to talk loud to you so she knows that you're, you're the man because he is the man. He is a great guy, but it's about, uh, you know, it's about, uh, you know, he, he said she, he already said hi to her and she was like, nah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let her know you're a casting director or something because in L.A., you know, it's, it's true. In L.A., girls won't Maybe talk to you. she's married. No, you don't put the tits out like that when you're married. You just don't. You're I don't buy that for a second. Well. One, okay, the reason people are not wearing a lot of clothes at the gym is because they're sweating. Nobody wants to sweat through. It's not like, what was that silver linings where he's like wearing a trash bag and two sweatshirts? Like people. Well, res wrestlers do that to cut weight. Well, I'm just saying, nobody wants to like sweat through their clothes. They no. just want to wear as little as possible. You know, you wear as little as possible because you feel sexy and confident and you want to like show off That's what you have. When I take my shirt off in yoga, I usually go in with my shorts, sports bra, and shirt. And about 10 minutes into yoga or whatever class I'm in, 
my shirt comes off because I'm starting to sweat and I don't want my shirt to get all sweaty. Yeah, but every guy in the place can hear porn music in his head when you take it off and we start going to slow motion view. We literally see you take it off in slow motion. I think you're exaggerating. No, I'm telling you, you have a you you your sense of um reality is way more stable than I think most people and I think guys specifically check girls out and i think girls want to look sexy for the guys i think it goes both ways i think i think uh, i've always said i this. will say that yesterday there was an older dude doing legs for the full hour outside of our class yeah yeah he's just <laughs> he jacked doing legs just, just big the- ass veins in his calf <laughs> muscles he was in one of those like seated you know the machines that are seated where you open and close and oh, it yeah. works your inner thighs on outer thighs he was doing that and maybe this one well, what's funny is one. you were you were doing like an old school aerobics class. So there was, it was a lot like Zumba or chicks something. with their like skirt shorts on and, and all that. It was nice. It was, it was nice it's to watch. It's actually a very challenging class though. I, I don't doubt it. I've done a few of those in my day where you like get a five pound weight and you're like, I'm going to fucking crush this class. And by the end of the class, you're like crying for mercy. Yeah. I really considered using no weights by the end of the class. But the the, the point is, is, and I think women hate to, it, it, first of all, it's very dangerous to generalize, especially as a male, but I'm going to go for it because who the fuck cares? Um, I don't get enough hate mail. I think women <laughs> like being to an extent, uh, uh, cat called, not necessarily no. like hey, fucking mommy, get over here and sit on my face. You cunt. Like, I, I'm sh- okay. I don't mean like that, but I'm saying women love a compliment. They love when eyes are on them. It no, maintains but here's the hold on. Dave. It maintains where they are in the pecking order. It means I still got it. I'm still desirable. And what the only time that I've heard women say they're okay with catcalling for the most part is when they're old enough where they don't get it as much. Like you talk to a woman in her 40s she'll be like, "Oh yeah, I fucking would love to get okay, catcalled right you're, now." Okay, you're you're calling cat you're confusing like a genuine compliment with catcalling. Everyone likes a genuine compliment, but you've got to understand that there is a, we understand the subtleties, right? We grow up, like as soon as we turn 12, guys start looking at us different. There is a way that someone looks at you when you are little where they smile at you because they think you're cute or sweet or whatever in an innocent way. We understand, we know what an innocent smile looks like and we know what a skeevy smile looks like. And there is a time that's very distinct. It happens to all girls where the smiles and the compliments stop being genuine, innocent compliments and they start being skeevy, uncomfortable compliments. But how many are that versus dudes just checking you out? Can you tell when a guy's checking you out and, and you're he's not he's not putting you in danger? Do you how do you feel about I'm that? I'm gonna say that most. You had that of guy the time? on the hike. A guy in, I didn't mention it because I didn't care. But a guy in a hike ran by both of us and the dog, maintained eye contact with you and said hey and didn't even look at me. Do you remember that? It was on the way down the hike. You don't even remember. See, clearly he was like hitting on you right next to me. I didn't care, but I was like. Cool, man. Like, hope you got a lot out of that exchange. I think that you might be a little more tuned in to who's looking at me than I am at who's looking but at I'm me. But I'm tuned in to who's looking at hey, who hey, in general. Hey, but listen, I'm going to say that maybe you're right that I don't notice 
as many people looking at me because it's part of like my personal defense mechanism. I don't know if all girls do this, but in general, I try to avoid eye contact with everyone because I don't want to my eye contact to invite an unwanted advance. But you want you okay, and that's sad, but I I understand. But it's a real thing. Yeah, because when I was at uh, when I my my experience at that at the Edison when I showed up before the girl's birthday showed up and the gay guy hit on me, I was annoyed. I was flattered for a half a second and I was like, oh, come on. Really? Like, I just want to sit here and people Well, watch. because here's the thing. No it's, offense to gay guys. Keep hitting on me. It's fine. Keep hitting on me. The, the difference is that, like, uh, some people just don't read the signs, right? And that's where it gets a little bit scary and annoying, like you were saying, is, like, I, my eye contact shouldn't mean come talk to me unless I like eye contact specifically smile, a genuine smile, which I'm telling you, if you're just some creepy guy staring at me and I get uncomfortable and I finally meet your eyes, this, the smile on my face is not a, Hey, come say hi. How often do guys misread that and just go for it anyway? A lot. But that, 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 a that lot. that's a, and, like and, a, and it almost makes me wonder if no one's ever been kind to them in their life. And so they think that like the, you know, common courtesy of strangers is like hitting on them now you gave me the same unapproachable eye contact and i i barreled through it because that's fine like a lot of girls have this weird resting face that's not but really i'm gonna inviting. say that when i shut you down you kind of left me alone for a little while this was a long time ago so i don't necessarily remember for sure uh, but i think that you know there's a difference between like somebody who like you were talking about with the guy at the bar there comes a point where like your conversation gets one sided, right? There's yeah. a point where like you're giving short answers and they're still like asking you stuff and like not leaving it alone and not walking away and not leaving you well, alone. Well, that's the key is that and it's is scary. to walk away because men need to know that the biggest fear women have is that they're going to get stuck in a long conversation. So uh, raped and murdered? Well, we're jumping the gun. I'm talking about normal situations. I'm not talking about... I, thi I think, I think that's murdered. what you misunderstand, is that that is a lot of girls' fear. Yeah, but if you're at a bar... A stranger, someone who weighs you outweighs you by 100 pounds, could easily overpower Yeah, but if you. you're having cocktails, you're not... Is it your... And I'm, I'm sorry if this is true. It's a sad world if it is. But is your initial thought, this guy could rape me? You're at a bar. My initial thought is that this is a bad guy. Okay, well, we're talking about like real negative guys versus guys just that don't have a shot. So if a guy doesn't have a shot, the point is understand when the girl but hold on, so on a trip. Understand when the girl is like not into you. Call it out if anything, and just fucking move on. I'm that's where I that's where I call out the thing I feel, and it either you laugh or you chuckle I'm or you that smile. Not very many guys are as secure in themselves. As that though. Well, I think it's an intuition thing, and I think everyone can build their intuition. But I read people. That's what you do on stage. I do it all over. By the way, yet side side note. Yesterday, I met two moms with what had to be twelve to thirteen year old girls. The weird thing was they were like fully developed bodies, but childs. Yeah. And that's what's weird because I feel like guys. Yeah, guys would probably catcall those two chicks from behind walking by not and then look up and be like oh but whatever girl like guys have such tunnel vision if they're looking at these chicks asses they don't look up and go that's a child but the chicks were in town this is what's so weird they were clearly checking they were clearly um 
checking me out after I after the conversation was over. I don't mean to sound weird. They were. You're smiling. They were. The moms, they, they kind of like, they were chatting and one was looking back at me. Unless I had fucking like a snot hanging out of my nose, they were checking me out. That's just what was happening. And, but they had just, they're in town because it's that YouTube like convention. I think it's E3 or whatever, some yeah, convention. E3. So they literally, well, that's in Vegas. they literally flew in from Florida to go to this YouTube convention to follow around YouTubers. Like there's, that's children do that. Right. So they're children stalking, that's creepy. but that's what they do. And I've met, I've met cause I've just met people that do that. And, and it's like the moms were just like being nice moms and flew them to the West coast because they're like, we have to meet Miranda sings. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I know some people are listening like that's so-and-so. Yeah. I've heard the name before, but no, there's, she was on the, she was on like the, um, the advertisement outside that club in San Jose and her advertisement is like her with like lipstick smeared all over her face. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And you were like, I it's just, I'll never tap into that. Like, that uh, there's such a weird buying power for like teen chicks when they're obsessed with something. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever YouTube, like that didn't exist when I was, when I was that age, the only yeah, thing you could be obsessed like with would be like a Disney star or something. There was no, vi- there was no social media. So at 12 or 13, like, or like a band, who, like yeah, what yeah. was the one that was most recent? But even that band, like are, Harry Styles. What yeah. Is that one? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Band, could Bieber like they were or like t- Joe Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. The Jonas Brothers. The Beatles. I mean, the Beatles are the original teen. Or you know what? You were, you, you and I both worked on Gossip Girl. They were treated like the Beatles. They, they, Ed, Ed uh, what's his name? The British guy, uh, that lit bass, something like that. The fuck you, you know. Either way, what's his name? I want to say Lance Bass. I know that's not right, but it's like it's like something, whatever, whatever. Chase Crawford, him. They were uh, Penn Bagley when they would go from one location. I remember we were in Meatpacking District, and they Badgley. Bat Badgley. They went from one location to another, and they had like security try to hurry them away, and the girls started chasing after them, and it turned into like a hundred girls chasing after them. It was insane. What did you have? So, like, did you have any of that when you were a kid or a teen? Like, dudes you were obsessed Someone with? Someone I was obsessed with? No, I don't think so. I think my neighbor and I sent letters to Leonardo DiCaprio or one of those when we were little. How'd that go? No response. No response. <laughs> but then you met him. You, 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 do you ever make eye contact with him? Yeah. So did it, did it come full circle? You know, I, that you never occurred to me. It didn't even occur to me at the same moment. You weren't like, hey, I wrote to you when I was... No. A a young bud. No. (laughs) So anyway, back to the gym. So I I go up to Josh. (laughs) I like to bring my stories full circle. And I just started talking. I was like, dude, congrats on the show. And the chick didn't have her earphones in, so I knew this was good. But I like really made strong eye contact with him. I wasn't trying to see. She probably thought you guys were doing exactly what you were doing. No, because I was like, dude, dude, so good to see you saw on Facebook, congrats, like, what's the deal? What's going on? And he goes, I fly out tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then we just started talking and it went on and on. And he kind of, he did a couple like lookovers to her, but I like maintained eye contact because I was like, if she sees both of us, turn around and look at her. As I'm like, <laughs> but uh, he's a good looking guy. He's got good energy. I've wanted him to be on the podcast for so long, but he's, um, I know he's going to be on it soon, but he's fucking, he's turned into like just a solid guy friend and then i think sometime maybe maybe a week before or after that we were at the we were at the club at the um at the gym called the club and uh 
the fuck's in the background? That's Ho- someone wheeling a cart. Homeless I'm guy. Gonna assume. Wheeling fucking dishes outside. It's hard to stay focused when homeless guys are just peddling their glasses. Okay, so I saw him. I saw him a few days before that, and he was like, "Dude, I just got passed at the Laugh Factory, which for those who aren't in stand-up, you know, is like a ten-year process to get accepted into a comedy club that that you then perform at. It's like." as a close to guaranteeing success in the industry as you can get uh not passed not even fucking thought of me but him he got passed and i gave him a big hug and it was really cool it was like this moment where like i don't even know him that well but like we've kind of become friends pretty much just in the gym setting you know and now you have that you've got your gym buddies we're growing apart tasha we're growing apart you and i because we can't be gym friends well that's only because you always go to the gym in secret without me yeah, I'm a KGB gym goer. I like to be incognito. Instead of being like, hey, babe, what are you doing? I have a free hour. I want to go to the gym. Yeah, but that's it. I need two hours. So a free hour, I'm halfway through my workout, and you're like, babe, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no. And you're like, Ugh. And you wait outside and just stew in anger as you wait for me. <laughs> Whereas yesterday, you finished after me. You were like, Tina and I are going to go in the steam room. And I was like, have at it, girls. Like, go for it. And I'm just imagining you and Tina just fucking steaming up next to each other. I actually have no, I have no sexual fantasies about you and Tina. Okay, well that's some good girls I think. But you do have sexual fantasies about me and other friends. I'll not say it's not saying it's sexual, but like you have like you have this weird like girl crush with that chick Michelle, which is weird. That that's the chick who touched your tits. I don't have a crush. Well, I feel like you do. Why do you feel like that? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you do. She's like a younger chick who's like not, she's like ethnic. I don't know. I feel like you have a crush on her. Maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. You have completely imagined that. Well, maybe it's because she had a crush on you. So I felt like, you know, girls have this weird admiration for each other, but I don't see it with Tina. Like I don't. Well, admiration is different than crush. Friendship is different than crush. Well, what's it like? So some of these, so a lot of these chicks that you've modeled with are younger than you, by a good amount. Tina is older than you. What's the difference? Um. Well, I, I mean that's a little weird of a question, but <laughs> in general, people who are a little bit older are just smarter and more sensible. My whole life, though, I've I've always had friends who were significantly older than me my whole life um because you're like a curmudgeon because i'm like a grandma since i was 10 i've been like a grandma mudge for short for short for curmudgeon um no i just i i i like people who are sensible and 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 a lot of people don't develop that till they're older by sensible you mean you just don't like the obnoxious like Brunch, bitches. Yeah, I don't like people who are obnoxious. I don't like people who are inconsiderate of others and their surroundings. I don't like people who aren't conscientious. I. You're describing everything I was when you met me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everything that violates your personal space. No, I, I, I just did. like people who are considerate and kind and smart and not like hasty. You know, who are like well thought out and 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 like to have like you know, deeper, more philosophical conversations. I have a hard time hanging out with people who like all they care about is whatever they saw on Snapchat yesterday or who are making the same stupid mistakes over and over with some dumb guy or, 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 in or LA, catty about their friends. People that are only out for their own personal good, like that make everything about how you can serve them. 
those people exist tenfold in LA. Yeah. I'm sure they exist other places, but in this fucking town, it's like, if I, like I posted a status that but I, but I don't know that that necessarily gets better with age. I think that's like a personality flaw, something that you don't grow out of. I think a lot of the other stuff just stems from immaturity. Yeah. And here it's like, I don't know. It's, it's I'm, look, I'm going to, I'm going to change the subject because um, I don't want to be negative towards the shit people in LA, but because we do have a positive um, email that we got from Virginia. So do you want to, re- can I read this email? Oh, or we're just wrapping this up right now. Okay. No, not wrapping it up, but we're, uh, we're halfway through the episode. I just wanted to read this and, and, um, and see, because we were talking, this is an older lady and I don't mean to sound rude. Did you read this email already? Yeah. On the air? No. I just read it to you because you, you were having a, a Jonesy day where you looked like you were feeling sad. And I wanted to save this email because they, she said some nice things to you. But um, I felt like I read you your part. So let's just read it and get, and get through it. And by, by I don't mean she's older. It's just podcast is a young it's a young medium. Like my mom doesn't know what a fucking podcast is. Yeah, I don't think she could. Download no it. clue. If I said, Mom, a million bucks, just listen to the episode. She'd be like, send me the email of it <laughs> she had no idea she would have no clue um anyway um mary wrote in hi dave i'm on i'm an unlikely fan and listener to your podcast i came across your bachelor recap uh hilarious please don't stop a few seasons ago which led me to your podcast i'm a woman in my early 50s and divorced i grew up in virginia married right out of college followed my ceo husband to um town in 2002 i'm believing out some notes uh, where we raised two children in divorce in 2008 my children are now in college both on the east coast i made the decision to move back to virginia when my children left the nest i love my new life here been here for two years i do miss california weather of course i'm a tennis player anyway i was just starting to listen to today's podcast and as you do you were asking to hear via email from listeners so i am going to reach out i have never done this before i love when everyone starts i've never done this before hey it's cool. It's all right, Karen. Like, or it's sorry, like when Karen, you're having Mary. a one night stand and you're like, yeah, I never do this. Sorry, this is Mary. Oh, by the way, I didn't change your name. So Mary Karen. We're going to call her Mary Karen. From now. Okay. So Mary, hey, it's all right. Like, trust me, we love this. You're good. Um, she goes, I've never done this before and I feel slightly weird and stalkerish. I listen to your podcast. And you know, it's stalkerish to not write in, folks. We, I know how many thousands they of people listen. They call that listen. a lurker. Yeah. All you lurkers out there not writing in, you think for a second I don't read every single one of these. You're wrong. So write on in, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Because you know what? I do believe the grand scheme of things is that this podcast, what it's going to do is that it's going to link a lot of people from different generations. So look, you might listen to... Um, you might listen to Mary here and go, you know what? That sounds a lot like my mom. Fuck yeah. I should give my mom a hug. She, my, my, you know, my mom's divorced. My mom left my dad when she was pregnant. My mom did some baller ass shit for the betterment of her tribe and her people. And that's, that's, that courage doesn't go appreciated as much. Like I bet you people, I bet you a lot of people respect this CEO husband more than her. What has he done? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, sure, he might be good in the boardroom, whatever, but she decided to pack her bags up and start a new life after she's raised her children. Like, find a new identity. Isn't that insane? Yeah. That's insane. Um, I think you're like, you're the Meryl Streep of my podcast listeners. Um, Anyway, I've never done this before, blah, blah, blah. You're funny and insightful. Oh, thank you. Although you are older than my children, you give me insight into your generation and your ideas and thoughts about the human experience in your life in 2017. You have a really good head on you and I admire your hustle and I hope all of your and Tasha's dreams come true. 
You have a great positive attitude and aren't afraid of the hard work. Good luck to you, and I do consider you a friend in a weird way. I'm looking forward to hearing great things happening in your life. Just a comment on Tasha. When I first started listening, I don't think she was on one of the hosts. She would sometimes say hello while she was blow-drying her hair or whatever. Anyway, I think that's so accurate. Uh, so much hair blow-drying. Anyway, I think you guys make a great team. Tasha is so smart. Four O's. I hope you recognize four O's, four, O's four capitalized O's. Wow. Tasha is so smart. I hope <laughs> that or she's being sarcastic. I hope you recognize that and appreciate it. She is so impressive to me in her intelligence and emotional IQ. I'm a big fan of Tasha. Aww, anyway, thank you so much. All the best to you both. I just wanted you to know you have fans and listeners from different from all demographics. And um, as she said, um, good luck to you. I do consider you a friend in a weird way. Hey, Mary. We consider you a friend in a weird way now. And it's not that weird. It's just kind of a one-sided uh, thing right now. Like, you're hearing all of our bullshit. You're taking it in and processing it. I totally get it. I have podcasts I listen to that if the podcast host died, I would feel very weird feelings. You know what I mean? If you I've, would grieve? Like, yeah. If someone's listened to this podcast, this is episode 231. You've probably heard my voice and yours more than your parents in the last decade. I mean, you know what I mean? Like who listen? Who talks to their parents for more than an hour a week? Yeah. Where it's just pure. Com- I mean, yeah, maybe if you're in college, whatever. But if you don't live around them, like I've, I've done, I've spent more hours on this talking to strangers and talking to myself than I have, unfortunately, talking to a lot of my family. And that's, you know, I know they don't listen, but it would be. I always think that in the most morose way, like if I was to be struck dead you know, a little later today, I, I hope someone would pay to keep this bandwidth alive. Like, all right, put this in my will. Whoever Baby, you start a trust. Ha- how a will happens is you have to write it. Okay. I need a lawyer out there. <laughs> Travel. Uh, what's it? What's it? LegalZoom.com. Uh, this episode brought to you by LegalZoom.com for all your. So it's going to cost 20 bucks a month. So I need, I need, uh, that's uh, $240 a year. I need someone to start a GoFundMe when I die to keep the podcast alive. So my kids or Or you brothers, just leave that money in a trust. Would you, if I died, would you listen to any past episodes? Probably. That got sad. Because <laughs> that, that's podcasts are so new that there aren't many people. I mean, there's like you, there there's comedians like Greg Giraldo and and Patrice O'Neill that have died that um, have been on podcasts that you can like just hear them talk about bullshit. And it's cool to like not hear someone talk about like necessarily how much you miss someone, but like just share like this is who they were. This is like people who were in radio and TV. There's so much bankable stuff that they've said that in hindsight might have been really good wisdom to pass down i'm not saying i've got wisdom to pass down but through our own mishaps uh tragedies and successes we always share stories that contain a lot of valuable information wouldn't you say you're looking at me like you have nothing to say next so i just keep on talking um there we go i was right (laughs) wow tasha's so smart I need a button that just says so <laughs> smart for every moment that I look at I you. Pre- someone appreciates me out there, even if you don't. She says you have, I'm not, I'm not going to depose what she said and question it, but she said you have a lot of emotional IQ, but when we fight, you go for the jugular. Yeah, what emotional I'm so smart. I'm just trying to shut the fight down so right away. so smart that you're just trying to kill the lion rather than fix his little paw no i would say off. we've had some serious improvements in our fighting style lately wouldn't you agree or yeah, am i the I, only one showing you any appreciation the here's past what few i days? S- no 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 you yesterday you said you loved me 
so much. That's what you said, and that was really mm-hmm. sweet because you you've said you loved me before, but you've never you've never really been the one. And that's I like also complimented you for for doing the right thing. Well, well, you're trying to limit what you're what you mean here, and I know what you mean. Y- your friend of yours is breaking up with her boyfriend, who's a huge utter douchebag and i don't mean that like oh he's such a douche like he's sunglasses at night tank top yeah to a they're just on dinner. two totally different levels douchebag and he works in an environment that he's surrounded by models and things like that and but i th- but i my my point was like look now don't you understand what i have to deal with that like you work in a similar environment not to that extent but you work in an environment where you're being judged on your body, you're being checked out, you're getting changed and naked in front of photographers, and I have to be like, hey, how was work, babe? Hey, how was Cabo, Mexico, babe? Oh, a chick grabbed your tits? Nice. Good. Well, I did an open mic, and <laughs> a couple people laughed, and I don't have that instant you know, validation and stuff, so it's, it, it can, I can feel what that girl's feeling. But not like you're not a douchebag about it. It's just kind of a unfortunate um, perk to the industry that I have to deal with. Being like, oh, that's a nice photograph of my girlfriend lying um, with you know topless on a beach. That means a guy was on top of you, unless a girl took the photo, which turns out it was a guy. Oh, nice. Oh, there's a dude in the background of the photo that's tagged on Instagram. Who the fuck? is the guy in the back of the photo, and how do you know his Instagram handle? How many times did you hang out when I didn't know it? And then he started going and spinning stories, and the mind is a dangerous place. So, so, um, well, we, we do a good job of communicating, I think, and uh, you realize that that's part of my job, and I think you know that it's not fun for me to hang out with 20-year-old dudes on set. Well... I wouldn't mind hanging out with 20-year-old chicks on set. You wouldn't? I wouldn't mind hanging out with... You wouldn't be super annoyed by them? Yeah, but I, you get annoyed and I play with it. Like, so whatever is annoying, I kind of lasso it in a way that I'll, like, make fun lasso of them. Lasso it? What did I say it wrong? Lasso... Yeah, like, I'll grab it with a rope. Yeah. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll control it. Lasso it. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if you, if you said lasso. Lasso it. I will lasso, lasso. it. Last, I will lasso the bitch and control the conversation in a way that either she understands I'm making fun of her or she doesn't, but it's like, it'll be funny or like if I'm an, like, I'm not annoyed or threatened by someone else. I'll just kind of like understand what their deal is. Well, I'm not threatened by anybody. And I also am not like, um, what's the word? Like, like grumpy or standoffish or, or, or better than I just, you know, I, I find I don't have very much in common with male models well yeah they're is it because they're so uh, I don't self-absorbed know. it's it's like it's okay it's okay to each their own yeah and they'll find a chick that'll be like oh my gosh that's amazing we have a big instagram following and you that's just something that just doesn't uh moisten your chaps <laughs> at all. are you really feeling the western theme right now yeah lassos and chaps being moistened <laughs> the western theme you're looking for a cowboy that's of a different elk um, I don't know what I'm saying, but um, we, so I don't know. It's in, okay. You, my biggest, here's my biggest uh, red flag that I see in you. Uh Oh, here we go. And, um, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll get, I'll get deep really fast here. It's, I, I, I'm a little bit hungry. I'm not sure I'm ready to go deep. That's fine. Uh, uh, I'm not, I, I can't go that deep. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I'm Irish. <laughs> uh, 
well, it's a surface level. Um, you when when something really angers you, you can't not physically react. You've you've swung you've swung hands at me. You've thrown elbows. You it's and I see when it, when that happens. But maybe you're standing a little too close. Maybe if you would just if you see that something has made me very angry, give me the five minutes that I asked for. But but mo- but most people listening um, would have a rudimentary understa- understanding that you're um, you're not owning up to that. It's like it's like two boxers that are chin to chin and they're doing that thing where like they intimidate each other for the photo. There's a restraint there. Now here's where I've been guilty. I've I've punched a yeah, coffee what? table. Yeah, it's still I, broken. <laughs> I, in the past, I have done things that I quickly realized weren't going to help the fight, and I've never done them since. But that, but that was my like child, my childish uh, insides reacting to something because maybe I haven't been told what to do since a child. Like maybe I haven't been told. Um, that you know whatever there are rules in life and you have to pick up your shoes no so (laughs) it's in it's dealing with each other has has probably unearthed almost like childhood bad traits okay so what so you analyze yourself right now about the about the hitting and the and the because i think um you are physically threatening and you're standing too close to me. So, so literally, I'm just too. I'm just having a conversation with you too close to you. Because that one time you swung at me, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I, I I didn't back you into a corner. I don't buy it for a second. Uh, no, we were both near the mirror. You could literally slap me and then looked at yourself in the mirror <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> villain. <laughs> you just slapped me and then you just <laughs> stared at yourself. <laughs> like you ever see like a cat just like attack a mirror because it thinks it's a threat? It's like you you almost slapped yourself in the mirror because <laughs> you were so. What is that? Did your did your because here your dad is a calm guy. Yeah. But you've also said that you know in the in the times where he's lost his cool, it's been. Yeah, my dad is super calm and chill until his breaking point. Like he lets a lot of like little stuff go. But I guess he doesn't forget about it and then it adds up and then it's just like an explosion. And you don't think that's imprinted on you at all? Because um, you're way more like your dad than you are like your mom. Uh, You know, maybe that's true a little bit. Maybe I let a lot of things go, like your socks sitting in the middle of the floor in the bedroom right now and the stuff all over. Yeah, the that's a good example because for three days, my... um. Or you said three days, probably yeah, it twelve was, hours. No, it was, it my was three shoes days, didn't move. Those flip flops that you're wearing now that you were, bought me, thank you. You're welcome. Were in the middle of the living room, and for three days, I just stepped over them and I let it go. And but I was hoping saying, that you would just notice them and pick them up you're because you we have go. this argument all the time. But you're that saying you need to pick up right, your shoes, and saying, I always tell you, babe, don't leave your okay, shoes there. This it. is not a place for it. your shoes. Now you're talking. We <laughs> we get it. You're saying you let it go for three days, but what really happened is you just boiled it up for three days. I didn't boil it up, but it, it, it really was, it really, really was letting it go. It wasn't boiling it up, but then you left those flip flops out and your other shoes out on like night. That's a total of four, four articles. That's two flip flops. No, but there's, but, but it's not just four things out of place like you know that are minuscule there are two pairs of shoes in the middle of 
rooms in the middle of walking paths. No one in your family that is like that. someone can trip over. Chelsea's not like that? No. Everybody puts their shoes where shoes belong. People walk in and they kick off their shoes in the little shoe family. pile. you've seen my family. They're really messy. Yeah, but just because your family is really messy doesn't mean that's the right way to live your life. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm not moistening my chaps over this. Uh, I'm just saying couple sandals isn't a bad runoff from a family of, you know, polite hoarders. Call them what you want. I'm just they saying, hoard babe, the shit out like, of stuff. You got to figure out a new system. If the system isn't working for you as is, then you got to figure out a new system. So what can you do to make sure that your shoes don't end up in the middle of the living room? I, I understand the reaction is to not put them there. But what I'm saying is, help me with that reaction so it's not just three days of you hating me or like yesterday you're like oh, the garbage happened. needs to go out and it's like but oh. babe i've been asking you for four days to take the garbage out yeah but i've done a million other things and you've you've kind of like yes you but know, i've also done a million other yeah, things but i'm down to my last crusty underwear like you <laughs> like i do okay but we're not talking about that we're talking about one thing at a time and i think that's important to remember during an argument is that we're talking only about the issue at hand item, we're not right. talking about other things because it's not those other things so you want to itemize each issue one yes. at a time yes and address each issue one at a time on their own merits not but I did the laundry last month. <laughs> like Do I sound like yes. that? Like a funny. <laughs> oh, you so smart. <laughs> I okay. I have a real like my biggest issue. The thing that bothers me so much is being told what to do, and the thing that you want more than anything is to be is to control me. <laughs> is it you want you want you want no but no, here's but listen. the thing hold on, hold on, I, wait 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 can I, no, let me interject all right you're not more important than me let me interject all right you you say that you don't like being told what to do but actually i think it's that you don't like being told that you've done something wrong it's less about that you don't want to be told what to do because you don't mind being told what to do when it's something like easy or you know that it doesn't come with any baggage but i think that you feel a little bit of guilt about constantly leaving your shoes in the middle of the room i think that that you understand that it really bothers me and you feel guilty that you haven't been able can it be to a little bit of both can it be a little bit just of both? yet sure okay but i think that if you know that it's something that annoys me or that you've forgotten or that you've sort of like let slide or you know but the, under the, the affirmation that you give me doesn't equal the like i like the affirmation you told me you you gave me an affirmation after doing the dishes, but it doesn't equal like the feeling that you had of like anger towards me that made me do the dishes. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm doing I'm doing the dishes either way, but it's it's that feeling of like uh, like yeah I don't like to let people down. So when I feel like I've let you down, it's like I I I, I it's like a it's like an ego sort of response. It's like a shameful sort yeah, it's of a response. tennis match. I hit you back harder with. Babe, I did this. I did that. Yeah. I've worked fifteen fucking hours straight. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely. So what? So what can we do? I, I I don't mean to say to keep you from triggering that. Well, I think that, that what you've got to understand is that you keep saying that I let about the about the flip flop specifically. You keep saying that I let that build up, that I let that boil up. But the truth of the matter is that it wasn't. It was it was a, a minor little thorn in my side. It wasn't something that really boiled up. It really wasn't. And when I addressed you about it, I said, hey, babe, I just want you to know 
that your flip-flops have been sitting here for three days and now your gym shoes are sitting out. So I'd really like to, you to put those away before you go to bed. Yeah, but okay, and, okay. And, but what happens if I, what happens if I say no? That's my question. But why would you? But exactly. But, but what if I did? But, but there's the problem, honey. So you need, you need, even saying it politely, you need me to obey you. What if I pick them up in the morning? Babe, that's not appropriate. <laughs> that's not appropriate. Why? But what if? What if you can't control me? What if I'm, what if I'm just a, a dog who doesn't want to be controlled? But why would you be so stubborn? Exactly. How is that productive in our relationship? Why would you be so stubborn that you just refuse to put the shoes away when you know that a healthier home doesn't wear shoes in it? When you know but that I could trip over them in the middle of the night and bust my face? <laughs> you know. Okay, listen. And you know that yeah, it's something I, that I really bothers answer. me. And you know that a clean house is better than a dirty I, house. I do. And I have an answer. I, w- the next time I get up, will w- when it's uh, in my conscious mind, rearrange them. I just don't being like, t- I don't like being told what to do in the moment. It, then yeah, but you were up. We were up and PBRing. Yeah, but here's here's where here's where we and are, it was on your way to the bathroom. Here's where our stories are different. I put my sneakers away. The bathroom was closed. You have this thing where no, you take up the bathroom for closed. like seven hours getting ready for the bed. The bathroom was not closed. I walked in there after I told you to put the shoes away, I and then in, I closed the I door. I go into the bathroom with socks on, and my feet become soaking wet like it's fucking Katrina. Like you've literally just grabbed a All hose. All right, but we're talking about one thing at a time. Off. Like a like a. We're talking about one thing at a time. Elephant getting washed at the zoo. You just water everywhere. Just like Titanic when the when Jack's locked into the prison. And Babe. I mean, it was Finish just... Finish what you're trying to say. Splash City. Um, my chaps were moistened for wrong <laughs> reasons. You've moistened. Um, anyway, it's... So, so the, the, the little, when, when you really break it down, and I don't... I'm, I truly apologize for people listening but this is just the way this one's going. When you break <laughs> it down, by the way, my neck is killing me because I'm looking at you now because you just decided to sit behind me. So I'm going to have a fucking bum neck all day because I was in a bad what accident. What if I arrange myself to be down there? It's too there. late. It's too late. I'm done. So the issue we have, we've broken... turn your chair. We've literally broken it down all the way from, you yeah, don't like me, you suck, suck, fuck you, and all that, to now it's, it's, about, it's about you telling me what to do and me just not wanting to have to listen to you right away. Every guy listening, does every guy listening have this happen to you? Do you does, why is your alarm going off? That means it's uh, 9 o'clock. Okay, jeez. It's time to wrap good. up the podcast. Oh, that's good audio here. So let's snooze it. That means we have... Uh, nine th- minutes. Okay, so we'll get out of here in, in uh, nine minutes. So you understand what my issue is. I'm not telling you to... Uh, pussyfoot around me and just and just be like, oh, my babe doesn't like listening to what I have to do, blah, blah, blah. But huge control issue here. If I don't want to be told what to do right away and you want to have me listen to you right away. Like, I'm going to say that, that, that you're exaggerating a little bit because I don't always tell you to do something right then. But sometimes... Normally, when I tell you to do stuff, it's because... We're already doing stuff. It's like we're we're up doing a PBR, a little clean sweep of Pre-bed the house. Pre-bed ritual. And I'm like, hey, babe, don't miss those two things because we're up and at it already. Hey, don't miss this and this. Right. So and don't I'm act like I'm. I, you're laying on the couch lounging and I'm just like yelling at you about shoes and expecting you to get up right now. No, because that's not what happened. But we went, we went to get... We okay. We went to get bagels yesterday. We went to um, Sam's Bagel, and I told you I was like, "Do you remember the first time I went here? 
you were like, no. And I was like, yeah, we pretty much came here to like break up. <laughs> we came after a fight to this bagel place. And I knew in my head, if she doesn't, if she doesn't meet me somewhere in the middle and by the middle, I've always said it's like 99% to 1% <laughs> or 50 to 50 or 60 Ew. to 40. All I'm saying is if you, if, if, if you're not willing to like move from your current position with me as I move, then this is just not going to happen. Cause I've, I've it's had people compromise, yeah, honey. but, but the comp what I'm saying is I'm willing to, oh, I'm willing to move 90%. If you just move 10, that it's like a kiss. I, I don't need you to meet me halfway every single time. I just need it to be, somehow mutual anyway the fight that that was about was we were going to go on this midnight hike and you wanted me to wear this shirt because uh you know you wanted me to wear you didn't have clothes we didn't live together yet right and i'm at your place and this was the first big fight we had and you wanted me to wear something and i was like no thanks i'm good i wasn't bitching or complaining or, or refusing to go on the yeah, hike no you were refusing to go no, on the hike. I, no 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 trust me I was going on the hike. I just didn't want to wear some men's shirt that was in your lost and found. <laughs> I didn't want to wear some fucking outfit that wasn't mine because it was the warmer thing to wear. I, you know what? I had I had pants. I just didn't have like the right sweatpants, but I had like jeans or something. So I was like, look, I got my sneakers on. I'm good to do this midnight hike where we're going to see the fucking Orion's cunt or whatever. And that'd be a good uh, podcast title, Orion's cunt, but I'm not going to swear in the podcast title. Yeah, you. So that's just for us here. Just in the... At the 48-minute mark, you get Orion's cunt. <laughs> that's crude. It's just under his belt. It's just... That's <laughs> crude. Whatever. Um, crasp. Um, so that... So you went fucking off on me and you kicked me out of your house. And I drove home so fucking fast. White knuckle. Motherfucker. How the fuck could this? It went some sort of orangutan fight. Zero to infinity. Just like that. Some Buzz Lightyear shit. And, and it was wild to me. It's been very far and few between since then because I know not to like react in the same level of intensity. But that was like the same thing. You literally wanted me to wear something and I said, and I said, no. And guess what, Tasha? No is not something you like to hear. <laughs> I'm glad that you choked on that. You're, you're getting a little I think you, too I think you intense. voodooed me in this moment. You voodooed me with your eyes. You're like, all right, bitch, I'm going to put a needle in your throat. <laughs> Lost my voice here. You don't like hearing no. Swallow well, it, swallow it, swallow it. Yes, you're right. I don't like hearing no. All but right, that's you know, the episode, wait, everybody. No. We got to go now. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> What's, what I really don't like more than anything else is is hearing no for a bad reason. For a reason that you can't fathom because you've made it in your head why it's First, right. First, no, I, I'm going to say that you can be a little bit unreasonable. And we uh, can bring it back to the stu- flip-flops. St- stubborn? Yeah, stubborn. Sure. You like to do things just to prove a point. And that's no that's no way to treat somebody that you love. But but we didn't have a chance to break it down and be like, babe, I want to go on the hike with you, but I'm not going to wear some other dude's clothes. I don't care if it was your cousin's clothes or your dad's clothes or your ex's clothes or your other side pieces clothes. I don't care. I ain't wearing them. No. And all you heard was uh, no. Yeah, I think we mad. hadn't really How fully developed you? our communication. That was at that insane. Point. That was insane. No, well, just like I, I proved to you just now, is I thought that you weren't, you were refusing to go on the hike. Yeah. So, but, but, so, so part of it was not listening, but also part of it was like not explaining. Not ex. Yeah, but it was like it was a fucking wildfire. It was an explosion, and and I mean, have guys. It doesn't seem like your dating history is guys telling you no. Who's told you no before? Just just your parents? 
because I've never been told no. My mom, I mean, they'll be like, well, you shouldn't do that. But like, I've, I've never had a curfew. I've never had. So is that why you don't like being told anything by me? I don't. Because you don't I, like being told in general. You don't have practice with being told. I don't know. Way to spin that real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I don't like being told no. Maybe it's because. Or just told in general. Well, maybe you it's don't because like I work around. in an industry where like there are so many fucking variables out of my control that it's like I want to be able to compromise with You're someone. You're a control freak. I am in some ways, but in other ways, I mean, in our relationship, I'm pretty easygoing. If you're like, well, I really want to go on a hike, okay, whereas I might have wanted to go to running, I'm going to the other one or whatever. Uh, I've learned to like pick my battles, but in certain instances, I'm like, no, like you, you told me like, oh, you didn't move your sandals, but by that point I'm laying in bed. I'm like, fuck you. you, no, take, you but babe, you purposefully did that. Well, also, I know you did. You purposefully also, did not pick up your shoes also, just to make a point the, it's, it's because you wanted to, to incite an argument. No. And then you refused to apologize for, for trying to incite an argument all night long. Yeah. But you know what? It's important to know that I was so high and you, That's not a good and excuse. I passed out so fast. And in normal situations, I probably would have tried to ameliorate the situation. But I was so high. You ripped the pillows off of me. You were, <laughs> you, were tra- you literally ripped all of my pillows off me. And then I still didn't get out of bed. And I was hugging one pillow. And all I remember as I was passing out was you ripping the pillow and throwing it onto the floor. What the fuck kind of 30-year-old... What the fuck kind of bullshit is me asking you super nicely, super politely, super considerately to pick up two pairs of shoes and you picking up one and ignoring the other on purpose to try and start a fight and prove that you're right and be stubborn. Yeah, but we have to have some. That's that's pretty. We have to have some 18th century love letter writing communication when that happens. We can't go to ripping pillows. No, but you always just go to straight to I'm on, you know, that I'm unreasonable and you're you're sleeping and it can wait till morning after it's already waited three days. What you don't realize is this when this guy's fucking REM kicks in is REM or REM. REM. Okay, because REM's a band. Yeah. When my REM kicks in, it's like I would punch a baby if it tried to wake me up. <laughs> I'm like, get me alone. I already, Which is why I asked I you to do it during PBR. Anyway, yeah, but PBR starts usually when we've both passed out watching the dumb show that we can't finish watching in one episode. <laughs> like, get 30 minutes into the show. Yeah, but then we wake up and we, yeah, but we, we do our w- stuff w- and we go to bed. The point is, and this is good, take notes, couple, couples listening, single people, is... We need to have a moment. I had a, I had a, I had a guy last night on my baseball team flip out at me. He wanted to fight me. Who? I'm Why? Not, I'm not gonna say who. He's not on the team currently. But we all were in a group chat, and I made a joke about his swing, and he private messaged me. He went off. I like really triggered a lot of anger, and I like this guy a lot. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I I want like he was like you're banned you're passive aggressive he wanted to, he wanted to fight he, like he he want he had all these issues and I I was like oh I've never I never considered our friendship to be this unstable I would not like I would not like fuck with somebody if it wasn't like a friend of mine I wouldn't and he he went off and I let him and I was like dude I'm sorry I just so you know I love you man I really respect you and your baseball game. I like he's a talented guy. All these things. I wasn't. Oh, this is news. Uh, quick news. Wrap it up. So anyway, the point. The point was is that like he cooled down. He was like, dude, I know we're both sensitive guys. Like I just, 
I just didn't uh, understand your, and I broke it down. It's like, I was making a joke. The previous person in the group chat made a joke and I was just making another joke. So it wasn't passive aggressive. It was right to your face, but he was like, yeah, but like, you know, you act like this way online and in person you wouldn't say it to my face. And I was like, oh, this guy's ego is so far ahead of where I was operating, where he thought I was hiding behind my screen. I haven't seen the guy in a long time. Like I would make the same joke in person, but to him, he was like thinking I, like I became this public enemy number one within within eight text conversations it was like dude we're good man i love you buddy i love you too man it was like whoa we could have lost a friendship over such a simple miscommunication that i started and instigated through a joke that i do every day with my comic friends because it's just like blue collar yeah that's the thing about text is that you can't you don't know where somebody's coming from. He thought he I was might threatening have been his identity. A really bad day. Father's Day, divorce, like all these issues. I was like, dude, I love you, man. Like, I don't want, and I want to squash this right now. Not because I don't want to fight you, but because like there's things in life worth arguing about, and then there's things in life that are just like dumb and and just heightened and just what are we even doing here? And some of our fights are that way, where it's like. Unfortunately, we can't calm down in the six text messages that the guys can get enraged like that. But give them credit. They can cool off really fast, too. Really fast. It's a fight or flight bullshit. I'm going to say also that you were understanding of the place he was coming from and made a point to to step back because I knew how irrational it was up front. You weren't, you weren't letting your ego get insulted in that situation and coming at it from a defensive place. You were coming at it from like a, let me explain myself an understanding of his position sort of place. Now I'm going to say you don't always afford me the same respect, (laughs) right? No, So I'm going to remember this in future fights. Yeah. Use it as a case study. No, I very much, like to break it down and know and 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 know what's important this is good this is you know we got i know we got to wrap up this is good with families so what are we fighting about what are we holding on to what like what is preventing us from calling our dad or brother or son even our even an ex if you have shit and I, i tell this to you or people listening if somebody has shit that's unresolved make the phone call i know that's some 12 step bullshit to like to like make amends make fucking amends because you hold on to it and you blow it up on someone you care about. People have lost relationships over that, over past well, uh, baggage. Not only that, but I don't. I'm gonna say it's not very good for your health either. It's not. Yeah, make it selfish. It's not good for your health. You're holding on to this weight. Do we have any baggage? I mean, I I know we're holding on to baggage, but it it comes out, it comes out slowly. I think with us right now, like there is. I don't think there's anything crazy hostile. I know I still hold on to you taking a couple swings at me. I know that because I think of this, I think of this, I think of a five-year-old who, who throws a punch when, when you pull away their crayons <laughs> and I feel bad for that. And I, and unfortunately, sometimes I instigate that five-year-old back, like, you're going to punch me again, you fucking little Crayola cunt. <laughs> you're going to get me with your little reds? You're going to rip off the little wax paper and stab Shut me? Oh, you should just hit me. You know what I mean? So it's out of love, but I am I am a total younger child in that mentality where I I, I, I poke people to see where where they're sore, where they're sense. I'm like a masseuse. Oh, this hurts. Right, let me just fucking get in there. Anything you need to say before we get out of here? 
If you're like a masseuse, then why do I have to ask you five times a day to rub my shoulder and you you give ne- me the here's least amount you, of effort? You nestle up next to me, and then I can't extend my arms, and then you're right next to me, and I got no forearm and no leverage, and you're and I'm using just finger muscles to get into your shoulders. You're like you're fucking massage like a bitch, and I'm like I will crush you with my <laughs> arms. Anyway. Uh, like most episodes, if you can get through the first 45 minutes, I think we tied it into an actual point, right? Yeah. What was the point again? The point is, <laughs> is just like, take the time to understand each other, love, and know that there's such a greater reward than feeling your own well, personal I'm, I ego. Think, yeah. Ego is the right word. The word we needed to say is, um, you know, try and step outside of your ego sometimes and put yourself in, in the other person's shoes. Try and be a little understanding. Everyone write to Tasha on her Instagram at Tasha Courtney and tell her how so smart she is. Let yeah, her know I love you that. love her. Thanks Me for too. noticing. Sex Actually Pod on Instagram. Sex Actually Podcast at gmail.com. Every episode we get about triple the amount of letters that people write in. Every time I mention it, someone goes, oh yeah, I was listening and I was like, this. I feel kind of stupid. I feel like a piece of shit and weird and stalkerish. No, it's stalkerish for you lurkers who don't write in. So quit doing nothing. Take the action. Write in. And if you haven't left us a review, I keep track of everyone who's written reviews. We have 163. So we have 235 total thousand total downloads and 163 reviews. I need this thing to grow. Look, I'll threaten you right now, listeners. I'll cancel. I've considered canceling this. I have because I love doing it, but I watch other podcasts have a you know grow at a, at a much higher rate and i think is this worth my time so please make it worth my time if you run a blog if you know someone at jezebel or a huff po or whatever shit you know send them our stuff maybe they can write us up maybe they can talk about us share us a little bit um you know it made my it made my fucking week when uh when our buddy um lenny came to a stand-up show we had a listener come to a stand-up show. Yeah, that's and, way and, cool. And don't don't get me wrong; it's not the first time. It's happened a bunch, and I really appreciate all you guys who are out there. I'm just trying to um, massage you right where it hurts. Where did he touch you? Right in the ears. I'm touching you in the ears. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I'm trying to go out on a high note. Your snooze button got hit five times, and I can't rant anymore. I gotta go, babe. All right, Tasha's got a gym date. So if anyone wants to go, check Tasha out. She'll be in the steam room at the. Um, LA Fitness in Ventura <laughs> County. See, I gave a different address. So <laughs> someone's going to go find her. Like, hey, listen to your podcast. You're going to be like, I'm about to get eaten alive. <laughs> anyway, everyone have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.